Hello to the humbled hopefuls of the world, to all the sincere seekers out there, and to everyone who is still becoming. Welcome to this episode of the Wrong Conversation Podcast. I am David Peters, and on behalf of myself and my dear friend and co-host Adrian Fiorucci, welcome to our little podcast world. This is a show about our conversation with life. And if you're finding yourself stuck somewhere in life, or maybe in love, or maybe even just in yourself, it might be that you're stuck in the wrong conversation. And today we're going to explore the wrong conversation and hopefully plant the seeds for a better conversation on dealing with the fact that when it comes to love, opposites attract. And that, of course, can present challenges. And some of our default strategies for facing those challenges are not always that great. As we release this episode, we are about to enter a new year, and that means a few things here. There might be a small lull in episodes as we reset and retool a bit, but most of all, it is New Year's resolution season. And since Adrian and I are both personal coaches, we want to remind everyone that if you feel like you could benefit from some personal guidance and support, feel free to contact us through our individual websites, which are linked on the podcast website which is thewrongconversationpodcast.com. Those links are also in the show description. They're also in this episode's description. And don't forget, you can always catch the show on YouTube as well. Okay, with all that out of the way, let's talk a little polarity. If you ever notice, and this is a cliche too, right? But we're always attracted to our opposite. It's almost always yes. true. And that's yes. because that person is going to do that. They're going to set up those, that sets up those parameters, right? For difficulty, you know, and, but you love them, but they drive you crazy, but you love, you know, and that whole dynamic is what helps you discover your edge, right? Your limits and then helps push beyond those things for both of you. I, I remember in my wife, I saw things I wanted to be. Yeah. Right. And I saw things that I had to offer that I knew she wanted to be. Oh, the same yeah. thing for me. I don't think it was as conscious. I think I mentioned this last time, too. You know, things happen quickly in our relationship. So I'm not sure it was definitely more intuitive. You know, it was very intuitive, our, our relationship and how we fell in. But it wasn't it didn't take very long at all before it was very obvious how different we were. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, in the beginning, you just kind of glaze over it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's fine. I love her. She's the greatest thing in the world. You know, this isn't going to that doesn't matter. This isn't going to matter. I, we're going to get through these things. And we did. But I, wow, they mattered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, these differences mattered and, and they sucked sometimes. I mean, they really were hard. Are. They're, they're not over. I mean, we're different. Opposites attract. And, and that's good for you. That's good for you. Exactly. But it's not fun. It's not an accident. But it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not fun. <laughs> but it's good no, for you because no. because then you have, because the relationship, they talk about two people come together to become one. Mm-hmm. But if you were both the same, then then you really just copy each what, other. What's accomplished. Exactly. Yeah, there's nothing accomplished. But good that you see it differently and good that you have different impulses because now you have two specialists instead yeah. of two generalists. And, and therefore, yeah. you create a bigger whole. And I think right. that's why opposites attract. So here's to help you understand how you should be going about uh, maybe shifting your posture or what to be focusing on or how to you know, find some guidance is that whatever it is 
that is your opposite. Meaning, in other words, a really simple way to bring it home is I'm very extroverted. My wife's very introverted as these common terminologies, right? So for me, my job turned out to be quiet down, right? Yes. Do more listening, right? For my wife. So, but that's not her advice. That's not what she needs to do. Funny enough, she needs to do the exact opposite, right? She needs to step up, to speak up, to find her power in that way, right? Like that was, and that's what I bring to her. Like I'm exemplifying that all the time, too much sometimes, right? But in order to let her find her footing in that way, I have to quiet down. I have to do the opposite of the thing that seems natural to me. I think that's very common what we need to do. And there's lots of, this is just one example, but there's many, many different ways that that will unfold. And it's a good way to, like, if you're, if you're seeing that, you know, that, that opposite thing going on, if you're seeing what your partner is and it drives you crazy, you probably need to kind of take that on a little bit yourself. Does that make any sense, David? No, deeply. Deeply. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that sounds like I'm contradicting you, but I'm not. Go for it. Go okay, for it. so so a relationship has a certain amount of polarity to it naturally, right? Opposites attract, you got your polarity, and and you're attracted to each other because each one contains something you need. That's it. But right. if both of you become each other or go past each other right. and become the other too much, the relationship loses that polarity that's so important. And I yes. think sometimes you taking on the other person's point of view, it doesn't mean that you sacrifice your own necessarily. No. No, it just no, means no, no. that you integrate theirs. But a exactly. lot of people sacrifice that polarity. So, so there's a there's a, a a quote, and I wrote this one down too because because it just it it stood out to me as being very true, but kind of ugly, a little hard, but but kind of true. And the quote is, a husband is what is left of a lover after the nerve has been extracted. Wow. So, so meaning that oftentimes a husband will become emasculated if they're in a relationship a lot, right? If they're in a relationship for a long time, they go from being uh, a really assertive, daring, risk-taking uh, you know, a man that the woman fell in love with to begin with, and then he just kind of, he gets rolled over on. He kind of gets defeated by the marriage because he thinks that vulnerability means weakness. He thinks that, uh, he thinks that um, uh, working with his partner means compromising himself. Uh, no, you know, I get or, it. Or, and it works the other way too, right? And a lot of times in trying to make things work or peaceful, you give up you give up what does your side of the polarity and you have a responsibility to hold up your side of that polarity that is true it's an incredibly awesome nuance that you just laid out and i'm really glad that you did it i don't feel like it contradicts what i was trying to say it's just an important uh, detail it's an important detail right it's like a, a guideline here like okay do this but not too much right you know, like stay you know like if you're finding that you're going over here too much bring it back you know i mean uh, i i agree you're, you're going to bring your strengths and weaknesses in the relationship and your partner's going to bring uh, their strengths and weaknesses into the relationship and then a lot of times the things that, that you're good at you're good at because you pay a lot of attention to and maybe you want some of those things this goes down to the love languages maybe you're really good at yeah. saying i love you but your partner's not and so you keep saying i love you because you want to be told i love you a lot and then you get mad at your partner for not being you yeah right so the real answer is that your partner 
remains them but integrates the skill of saying I love you but what but your job is to not become angry at your partner for not also being you right of course right of course the, that the that, that maybe saying I love you while it would this is a hard thing to explain but while it would be nice if they got better at it that's maybe that's your job in the relationship that that's your strength like you're the no. leader of that of that responsibility like like if, and own like, it take a, and yeah own it. own it and own your your leadership role in that so just because yeah. you're good at it doesn't mean well i'm already good at this now it's time for my partner to catch up it's like no lead them forward right and, and take responsibility of your role yeah exactly i you know just to just to bring it home as far as really personal i think you and i i can't imagine we haven't talked i lived the, almost exactly that in my marriage meaning uh for the most part i was the more romantic one you know like i would be i was it just kind of comes with a personality too right i'm italian whatever whatever you want to say the reasons for it behind it are you know i was more that way and i did spend some time in my head in my personal conversation right having the wrong conversation thinking why is not my wife do this too why doesn't she bring you know what i mean why doesn't she share in this why doesn't she return that and and it brought a lot of misery. It was totally the wrong conversation yeah. until one day I finally realized and I saw it so clearly too because I saw, hey, gee, you were like that with your first love, you were like that with your second love, and now you're like that with your wife. This is the way you are. This is what you want yeah. to do. Stop putting it on her. Thing. This is yeah, a this me is thing. A, and I, and, yeah, and once I stopped thing. expecting her and wanting her to do it, I could just enjoy the fact that I want to do it. Yes. It freed that a bit. And funny enough too, strangely enough, certain things started to, once I, this gets into my thing about the law of dissidence where when you're pushing, you, you don't get that. But when I let up on that too, and didn't expect it from her anymore and didn't even want it in a way, didn't need it. Because I was realized, no, that's what I want to give to the relationship. That's my job, as you put it, right? That's their um, job. She started yeah. behaving that way a little bit more. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful, just kind of uh, organically, you know, which yeah, was much well, better than me trying to force it. Yeah, I, I would I would want to uh, yeah engage my wife in, in my style of communication and my style of romance and 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 I would just be hungry for it and I'm like why isn't uh, why isn't she doing what I do and then I, that's why I brought it up yeah that's what you bring right so take ownership of that and become a leader right. it's not her right. job you didn't marry right. her for that. Right. Let her <laughs> let her do her job and you do right. your job. And mm -hmm. and and just because you want something that's not automatically uh, just sitting there in front of you doesn't mean that's a lack in her. It's a it's a maybe it's a you thing, right? <laughs> maybe it's a yeah. it's a maybe this is a me thing. Or it's both. Well, that's the thing, right? That's where it comes back to what I was trying to express and what you added to it, right? It's somewhere, it's the middle path thing again. It's somewhere in between. That's where we long to be, right? Like centered.